Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome to it. No uh, no Badge, he's on holidays until the end of December, but the man, the machine, that the is myth. Scott Sattler, <laughs> the myth. Uh, Scott Sattler, obviously in the Sports Day studio with me, Jason Matthews. Hello, Satsy. How are you, Woogie? And also, listeners, uh, another big day in the world of cricket. We all thought it was going to be excitement about the second test against the West Indies at Adelaide, mm. and it has been... Again, kidnapped by headlines for all the wrong reasons, which we're going to talk yeah. about at greater length. But in saying that, Australia at present, one for 98. Labashain on 18. Kawaj on 54. Yeah, he's done it again. You know, mm. um, actually, very special milestone for Kawaj. We'll talk about that uh, real soon. So it's been a big day for, for him. Uh, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SCN Track Stations, and, of course, through the SCN app. Uh, and don't forget, you can su- subscribe to our Sports Day podcast. Look for Sports Day New South Wales on the iTunes Store or Spotify. And, of course, how could you forget Badge and Sats SEN on TikTok? We'd love you to be involved with the show. This show is nothing without you, our listeners. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or give us a call, 1300 011 I know you're going to be fired up about the Dave Warner thing tonight, Sats, and... You and I are on different sides of the fence on this, uh, and we're both quite passionate about it. But I know our listeners all day have been listening to the radio most of the day, and all everyone wants to talk about is Dave Warner. But in the same breath, everyone's saying at the same time, Sats, that I'm sick of hearing about Dave Warner. So make up your mind. So with the, the thing that happened with Dave Warner today, by all means, uh, call us or text us. But if there's something random you want to talk about tonight, I encourage that as well, all right, because mm. it is Fun we Fact Thursday. Yeah, we encourage weirdness. Oh. Well, the other night it was creepiness after Kirsty Alley died. Well, you raised it. Well, I didn't expect them to carry There's one the common denominator with creepiness <laughs> with our entire station. But you know what, though? I Look, I hand over the torch, right? I'm the first runner. I don't expect it to go all the way to the cauldron. And it, this, mm. this, we've just covered the next two Olympics. Mate, Dave Warner thing today um, has pulled out of the process surrounding his leadership reinstatement. Uh, Warner has stated the appeal process was going to be made public and at the risk to the health of his family and the trauma surrounding, he's decided to withdraw his appeal, uh, which Cricket Australia didn't want it to be a public hearing either, Sats. They actually wanted it to be a private one, but this independent committee has decided it should be public. Which is weird. It's strange that they would want to make it public. And I can see probably why they want to make it public. I mean, one of our colleagues, Ian Healy, he was uh, quite vocal this morning, wasn't he, in, in relation to this this whole process. And, and before we comment, let's let's get to what Heels had to say this morning on SENQ. The independent panel have decided, no, this needs to be public. You know, it need, the, the whole trial needs to be public. They haven't named their own names yet. 
but they wanted the trial in public. Yeah. And it seemed to be a trial of Warner's crime again. Yeah. You know, the smallish crime of, of you know, attempting to scratch a cricket ball and setting that up. That mm. That's done. The trial was supposed to be about the punishment he received for that. Yeah. And they wanted to go through everything all again in public. Come on. Yeah. I agree well, with Hills. Yeah, I, I do in a, in a in some degree about trying to protect the integrity of the game as well. Uh, I can see why the panel wanted to make this public. I'm not saying that it's that it's the right process, but and during dirting uh, airing dirty laundry. But there's maybe they want to be transparent with the with the Australian public who don't trust the national team and the and the governing board as it is at the moment with their views and beliefs and the inability to control the narrative. So. Maybe that's why they wanted to make it public. Maybe they did want to try and be as transparent as possible because there's all these unanswered questions and maybe they want the Australian public to to know a little bit more about this. Now, just to remind everyone how this all played out, the lifetime ban meant that he, that David Warner cannot captain in, in this lifetime. Now, yeah. Smith is now captain and he's done this before, this last test series, same test series last year in the absence of Paddy Cummins. In February, the Players Association asked for a review on David Warner's uh, ban. In October, all parties agreed with the review, and it was announced it was going to be a public hearing by the panel, yep. uh, media access, which meant they had to call the likes of Greg Chappell and current coach Andrew McDonald and Steve Smith called as witnesses right on the doorstep of the next test series against South Africa, which is one of the most, one of the most Outside of the Ashes, one of the most exciting test series we've seen um, on our shores in a while. So Michael Clark says that, that Warner has every right to be frustrated by the process because it seems as though there's only there's rules for one and rules for others. And what he means by that is Steve Smith. Why is he captain right. now? Well, he's probably captain now because he's been captain before. I don't know. Do, do they know more about what happened on that day in 2018? This is the and, problem. And was he entirely across the whole situation when it was concocted? And even if he, even if he wasn't, it still falls on his shoulders as as the skipper. Now, on the flip side of that, yeah, David Warner, Warner can't keep playing the emotional family card and what they have and will go through moving forward because that was all self inflicted. That will continue for many many years. And mm. and to be able to play that publicly and then allow your wife Candace to go on TV and and radio and continue raising. What happened and and the sanctions can, that were brought above her uh, upon her. But husband. can you understand the frustration? He hasn't killed anybody. He's, no, no. Seeing, he's seeing someone else who was, in a way, associated with the ball tampering. You're seeing him get on with his life and is able to lead Australia again. All he wants to be able to do in an official manner is actually be a part of the leadership group. And I know all the stuff you guys say. Well, he is a leader amongst the players. But, no, he's still tarnished. He's got a life ban on being he's a leader. He's going to be tarnished for the rest of his life. Yeah, and but, so is Steve Smith. Yeah, but Steve Smith's given the opportunity to redeem himself. And I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying this is not a crack at Steve Smith. He should be able to captain again. And Dave Warner should be allowed to be able to be a vice captain again. I don't... I don't get it, Sam. And I'm not even a Dave Warner fan. You know, you've heard me make tongue-in-cheek comments about him. I don't care that, but I just think it's ridiculous that he can't. It's four years ago. He served his punishment. He's made, he's saying he's made choices in his life to, you know, re- redeem himself. And, and here he is still having to put up with this. Well, he's going to put up with it for as long as he lives. But it's unfair. It's not unfair. It's life. 
and Steve Smith's going to be the same. And, you know, you said to me off air about what about his children, you know, the legacy that he leaves. Well, his children in this day and age will just have to Google when they're old enough and in teenage years to, to see what their father had done that day. I agree. I thought the sanction was too heavy on, on all three people that were involved and Darren Lehman standing down from that. And I thought it was, I thought the sanctions were heavy, but all that aside, his legacy is going to be two, two things. And it's going to continue to be that, unfortunately, for the, I think the rest of his life, which is you Google David Warner, it's going to come up Sandpaper Gate. You, you Google mm. Steve Smith, exactly the same, the sanctions. But No, the Sandpaper Gate will come up with Steve Smith as well. Uh, but he's said. allowed to skip. Re- why is there one rule for, St- like Michael Clark said, why is there one rule for Steve Smith and one rule for Dave Warner and well, another rule for Cam Bancroft? Well, it's quite easy to handle this, I believe. There should have been a, a private hearing. They should have continued with it. Uh, Dave Warner will always be seen as, as a leader and amongst his teammates, the coaches, he'd Who be involved cares? in all- Well, you, you, you as a player and your teammates care of how highly you're held amongst that playing group. Clearly not, mate, because he, he's trying to become an official leader, uh, be allowed to lead. He wants to captain, the, I think it's the Thunder in the Big Bash. He well, can't do that anymore. I'm, well, this is what I'm saying. If the private hearing went went forward, it's fair to say that they say, you know what, Dave, you're 36. You won't captain Australia unless under special circumstances. You'll always be a leader within the group. You'll always be consulted when it comes to mentoring young players or discussions about what's in the best interest of the team because that's how high you are held um, with your accolades and in all formats, how well you've played for Australia. So, Dave, you're 36. You won't captain Australia, but we're going to lift that ban because we don't think you'll captain Australia because you are 36. And uh, But domestically, in the mm, BBL, mm. go for your life. We're going to lift that ban and allow you to captain what's Sydney stopping, Thunder. What's stopping... Cricket Australia from doing that. I, I don't get it, mate. I mean, they don't need an independent review. They could just make the – because they're not reviewing the incident. Don't forget, they're just re- reviewing the judgment and giving the guy his day in court, so to speak. Well, maybe that is a decision that will come, Woogie, after it hearing won't. the public That's... outcry after the last 12 hours. Right, yeah. Okay, listen, uh, Dave's uh, manager, James Erskine, was on mornings with Jimmy Smith this morning. And he spoke about the trauma the Warner's family went th- Warner family went through um, uh, during the Sandpaper Gate incident. I think he's just fed up at the process, and you know the the trauma that the original decisions, you know, uh, in South Africa to his family and Candice and you know, etc. I mean, she she lost a baby because of it. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's odd. You know, um, I don't quite understand the process myself. Yeah, it's it is unfortunate what came out of that in the in relation to the effect that has on people's private lives. But we live in an age where, if as you're a sportsman or sportswoman, you you live in the spotlight, and every decision you make is going to be judged by those outside of your circle. So, uh, the trauma that it caused emotionally to his family again that was self inflicted. So you've got to be able to own that and take that on. Mm. And I think David Warner has owned it. I think he has owned it, and um, but to, you know to also say comments along the lines. We've got a text here from Steve saying, uh, "Sorry, no, from three nine three saying Warner's manager has just said that some of the heads of cricket told them to ball tamper to get reverse swing." Now, well, Toronto Rodney, is there enough evidence to say that that actually happened? We well, we have don't a listen. Know. I want to play something else to you. Have a listen to this. He also 
uh, went on to, to blast Cricket Australia about how they've left Warner to be villainised. You know, you'd have to be a blind black Labrador to not realise there was far more than three people involved in this thing. And, and you know, they all got a caning and basically David Warner was, you know, completely villainised. Now that's, and he has shut up. He's protected Cricket Australia. He's protected his play, uh, fellow players and whatever it might be on my advice. Because at the end of the day, no one wanted to hear any more of it. And mm. he's got on playing cricket. Mm. So why Cricket Australia couldn't have done a very sensible thing and just said, listen, it's not legal to basically have somebody, there's no right of appeal. So we're changing that. We're back, the board turned around, interviewed David and say to him, listen, okay, fine, go back. And you can, you know, you're eligible to captain your country. They're the same people that banned him for life. It's yeah. just absurd. Yeah. Ha- why should he have to go through that? Why should he? He has done everything he possibly could for Cricket Australia and, and, and for his team, and he's now being treated like this. You can read between the lines on those comments. What has he done for Cricket Australia? Has he protected other people? Um, well, from and, reports, James Erskine saying that there were more people involved. If there was, James, if you've got the evidence... It's not Dave Warner saying it. It's if you've got the evidence, James, and it's factual evidence. But the how does that help? It. But how? But but how does that help David Warner? Like I, I, you know, it doesn't. Because because, because in the eyes of a lot of Australian sportsmen and women, mm. David Warner, is it fair to say, everyone has their opinion that David Warner was the one that concocted this whole this whole plot. And Steve Smith just went along with it, or found out about it later on. And Cam Bancroft was the youngster that said. Yep, okay, I'll do it because I want to be part of the guys. I want to be part of the crew. That's the belief. I'm not saying that but that's is, right is that something we've is that something we've read on on Facebook, is it? No, like No, this well this is the opinion of a lot of sportsmen and women who have not who don't have enough evidence to make that call. That's right. So it's just an opinion. So if James is saying there are more people involved, well then mate, I wouldn't be coming out and saying it now. I, you know, if I was Dave Warner, I'd be saving that for a book deal. Well, it he owes the, Cricket Australia nothing. Well, he waters the fact that Warner was so heavily involved. If there are other people, if he can prove there are other people involved. Save, save it for the book, Dave. Don't come out and say it. Do not come out and say it. Do what Tim Payne did. Write the book and do whatever you have to do because you at least deserve that. And so save everything for a publicity stunt. Absolutely. Why not? What, what, what's he getting, what's he getting it out? What's he getting out of it? Well, he wants, he wants an answer sooner rather than later. So but he's why not getting another, it. Why wait another six or 12 months and then release a book? If I was Dave Warner, I'd be saying, stuff you, Cricket Australia. I'm going to save it all. I'll do a tell-all book, and then I'll let the truth be free then. If I'm James Erskine, I'm walking straight through the front door and said, I've got evidence that all these players and officials are involved, and David doesn't want me to do this, but I'm going to do it for the sake of my client. No, if James Erskine's any sort of manager, he'll be walking straight through the front door of a publisher going, I've got a good book for you. That's what, a, man- that's what a good manager does. Well, I wouldn't read it. Oh, you would. You'd get caught up in the hype, wouldn't you? Hey, on today's show, uh, Michael Kasparich will be joining us. Well, the great Queenslander. Uh, we'll talk to him about the Warner thing, the second test that's going on right now at the Adelaide Oval. But more importantly... What sort of South Africa can we expect at the Gabba for the first test on December 17? Because I'm hearing stories that South Africa aren't great. And in another breath, I'm hearing people say, what an amazing bowling attack South Africa yep. have got. And they must be licking their chops 
Uh, John Gabba. Always had a great bowling attack, haven't they? Alan Donald and um, and Co. And always had fantastic, fantastic all rounders as well. Yep. So, yep. you know, it's like a religion, cricket in South Africa. So Absolutely. I wouldn't anticipate anything other than them being. Yeah, one of the major forces again. Uh, one of our favourites from the Sydney Thunder, Baxter Holtz, will be joining us. BBL kicks off next Tuesday in Canberra. Uh, and we'll run through until February 4th. So how good is it? You get test match during the day and then you sit down and watch the big bash mm. uh, of a night. Some water returns. He's got some uh, tips and a preview for racing Queensland. You know how last night New South Wales Greyhounds? Yep. And we had Simon Orchard on. He gives us tips for Winnie Park. Had a multi on those two tips. Yeah, life band. Yep. With Warner, <laughs> I can't wait for Simon Orchard's book. He'll lift the lid on sports. Uh, fun fact, oh, sorry, fun fact. What is it? Fun it's fact. Fun fact. Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> that is the worst thing, Jack. Fun fact. Thursday. There we go. That's Sats. Dude, Jack is uh, pushing the buttons tonight. Hey, gents. Uh, he, he, Jack, do you realise yeah. Sats still says that's not him? That second one he played. Oh, it baffles me. It absolutely baffles Look me. Look at his nose grow. You know what? <laughs> when when the seasons do die down a bit, maybe we should get on a, a voice expert. Yes. Maybe someone who can analyze both clips and I've they'll got be able who to... works for me, who's a voice analyst. Oh, biased. They work there for you, you mate. They're on your payroll. We don't yeah. trust them. Yeah. Yes, that's that's right. Um anyway, fun fact first day. Do you want to uh, I see you've got one here to kick the show off with, Sats. I don't see the fun in this. Which one? I've got a couple there, haven't I? You no, I've got Michael one. Jordan? I've got one. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan makes more money from Nike annually, still today, than any Nike factory worker in Malaysia combined. And Fine. there's lots of fact. First day. Well, where's the yeah. fun in that, Sats? It's there's not no Capitalism it's just, Tuesday. It's just a. It's a. It's a fact. But yeah, it's I know fun it's a fact. It's meant to be fun sick, fact. It's, it's sick fact. It's not Thursday. slavery Sunday, <laughs> right? Where's that? You, you, that's I can't see the fun in that. That's, mm. that's no, actually when you when you point it out that like that way, there's not a lot of fun in it at all. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do mu- musical ones tonight. Is that all right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, mine is uh, the first one. None of the Beatles could write or read music. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? Will really? Yeah. I don't think it mattered. Elton John couldn't read music. Well, lucky he had Bernie Taupin uh, yeah. doing all that stuff for him. Jeez, we've got some text coming through, Sats. People are fired up uh, about Dave Warner. Yeah, we've got uh, one here. And, of course, it's it's not sports-related, but huge news from the Bali bombings, of course. Um, one of the uh, the leaders of, of that uh, that movement back in 2002 got released. And we've got Dave from Tweed. He says, um, where is this about? We've got a guy that's... We've got a, one person who killed 220-odd people gets out after 11 years, and our biggest problem is three cricketers tampering with the with the cricket ball. Go figure, Peter yeah. from Burrell. Yeah, but we're not – it's not the Alan Jones show, so mm. we're not going to go in, even though we're smarter than Alan Jones. Um, so Dave from Toy did say, Hi, gents. Steve Smith apologised publicly and painfully and was eventually redeemed. Dave Warner has not and should never be allowed um, redemption, and the Texas has its um, – Until he does it. But, but, Until he does it. So yeah. what? So again, I thought he was. I thought. I thought he. I thought he was. You know, the, the way that he uh, he fronted I, uh, the Australian media and the Australian community. I 
I thought he was very controlled. Sats, I agree with that. He First of all, he went to the PA. I think he went to Roxy Jazenko, Roxy didn't Jizenko, he? And, yeah. and organised that. Is it because Steve Steve Smith cried on camera, he gets the opportunity to lead Australia again? So I, I don't David, buy that. But so did Dave, David Warner. So did David Warner. Yeah, I mean, but everyone – and then when he did, when he did say sorry, people said that's fake. Like the, yeah. Again, I don't like the bloke, but let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. Half the people in this country don't like him. They just don't like him. They can't cop him. And I, I feel that that's kind Why? of getting in the way. Oh, well – he wasn't the most loved cricketer before Sandpaper Gate. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you arrogance, love your maybe. Tell me what is it, the arrogance based on? I don't know. I don't know what it was. That, I just couldn't just, cop him. I couldn't. Just cop the aura him. about him is that what? Yeah, just it was just him. There were not anything in particular, but I couldn't cop him. But and I still, again, I'll, hand on heart, I'm not the biggest Dave Warner fan. But I, I respect just, his cricket, but. Oh, absolutely I do. Yeah. And I didn't like him as a captain in the one days in New Zealand. He was carrying on like a pork chop. He was carrying on like a pork chop in South Africa. He took the bait from the South Africans when they made comments about his, his wife. Like, just forget it, mate. Just ignore mm. that. That they got. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like his temper. I didn't like – there was lo- lots of little things. Lots but I didn't have Mark Guy sledging him. He got all depths <laughs> to put you off your game. <laughs> anyway, if you've got a fun fact uh, for us, uh, shoot it through to us. Maybe something's a little bit more fun. Radio uh, 0457 736 736 is our number. Hey, we've got to get to a break because on the other side, Casper, the great Queensland quick, joins us on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon.